You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. Today, we're going to talk about personal relationships. Okay, sabi natin personal relationships. Okay, sino rito meron po kayong karelasyon? Karelasyon, okay, sa mga, sa mag-asawa, sa ating mga anak. And all of us are really, I mean, we are all relational beings. Okay, we are all relational being. Lahat po tayo. Meron po tayong mga kakilala, kaibigan, and we're going to talk about that today. So, can we also uh, read our Bible uh, in the book of Colossians chapter 3, verse 18 to 25? Okay, so, Colossians chapter 3, verses 18 to 25, I'll be reading from the ESV. It says here, Wives, submit to your husbands as is fitting in the Lord. Husbands, love your wives and do not be harsh with them. Children, obey your parents in everything, for this pleases the Lord. Fathers, do not provoke your children, lest they become discouraged. Slaves, obey in everything those who are your earthly masters, not by way of eye service as people pleasers, but with sincerity of heart, fearing the Lord. Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord Christ, for the wrongdoer will be paid back, for the wrong he has done, and there is no partiality. Let us pray. Lord God, thank you so much again for this wonderful passage that we have read. And we believe, Lord, that it will change our lives. Lord, we believe also that without Jesus Christ, it is impossible for us, Lord, to be transformed. It is impossible for us, Lord, to be changed. But Lord, right now we are asking that you are going to give us, Lord, the power that comes from your Holy Spirit so that whenever we hear your word and study your word, you will make it clear to us. Lord, nananalangin po kami, Panginoon, na kausapin niyo po ang bawat isa. Huwag niyo pong hahayaan na ang bawat isa po sa amin ay lalabas ng bulwagang ito na hindi po namin naiintindihan ang inyong salita at hindi po namin na itataas ang pangalan ni Jesus sa aming buhay. At doon po, Panginoon, sa mga hindi pa po nakakilala sa inyo, Lord, buksan niyo po ang kanilang puso upang maintindihan ma- nila at maunawaan ang simpleng kaligtasan po ninyo sa pamamagitan ni Heso Kristo. Muli, Panginoon, ang lahat ng ito ay tinataas namin sa matamis sa pangalan ng Panginoon Jesus at ang lahat ay magsabi ng Amen and Amen. Amen. Okay, give God a praise. Come on. Now, we're talking about all and nothing again and we uh, without the Lord Jesus Christ, it is impossible for us to really improve our relationship and at the same time connect, of course, to people around us. Now, let me uh, share with you Okay, the objective of this, uh, of this topic, having learned about putting off the world and putting on Christ, if Jesus were to enter your home or workplace today, kung ang Panginoon Jesus ay papasok sa inyong pamamahay, sa inyong pinagtatrabahuan, okay, what would He find in our relationships? Ano kaya? Ito kaya isabog na relasyon? Ito kaya yung nagkakanya-kanya tayo? Pagpasok kaya ni Jesus, bigla tayong magiging magdetame po tayo? Biglang, ano, para bang pagka pumasok yung teacher, naalala nyo, di ba? Kapag wala ang teacher, talaga nagbabatuhan. Pagka pumasok yung teacher, para akala mo maamong tupa. Okay? And the same thing also with Jesus. Paano kaya kung pumasok si Jesus sa ating pamahay and literally, He walked in, in our own home. Malamang, lahat tayo, we are doing the things that we are doing and supposed to be doing dahil sa nandyan si Jesus. And so, um, speaking about that, okay, how does putting on Christ reflect in my basic relationships? And since we already put on Christ, we are already clothed in His righteousness, ano kayang dapat na mag-reflect sa atin? Bawat isa po sa atin. And I'm sure that there are, we have different roles that we play in our own homes, in our own offices, 
and even in our own family as well. May kanya-kanya po tayong relasyon. You, your parents may not be there, but I believe that there are guardians. Yung lola mo, yung tia mo ay nandoon, or probably kung halimbawang uh, wala ang parents mo at ang, nagpapa, ang kasama mo ay ang mga kapatid mo, o kaya ang in-charge sa'yo ay ang panganay niyong kapatid. So, I, again, there are roles that we are playing. We have to, again, uh, see our role. Are we functioning that particular role? O ginagawa, ginagampanan ba natin ang ating role? so that our relationship will continue to improve around us. Now, we are speaking about personal relationship. And again, we're going to focus, of course, on marriage. Pupuntilihan po natin at pag-uusapin po natin ang marriage. Sino rito yung uh, kayo po ay husband and wife, kayo po ay mag-asawa, kayo po ay may asawa, at kung ang limbawang asawa niyo po ay nasa abroad, whether you are your spouse is up, uh, I mean, outside of, of the Philippines or working in the province, if you are married, can you please you know, raise up your hand? kung kayo po ay kasal legally. Yon. Okay, thank you so much. Okay. This is for you. And for those single people, kung kayo po ay single, learn from this, no? Uh, I hope that you will learn from this uh, topic as well. We also are going to talk about parenting. Okay? Paano bang maging uh, isang magulang? Hindi po magulang, okay? Kung naiintindihan niyo po 'yung sinasabi ko, hindi po manggugulang, kundi 'yung maging magulang, okay? Maging parent. And imagine all of these things we are going to talk about, you know, for the next uh, 30 to 45 minutes or 40 minutes. And then lastly, we're also going to talk about work, trabaho. And this has connection. Mayroon pong connection ito from marriage to parenting to work. And lahat tayo magkakaroon tayo ng pagkakataon. In other words, to really understand bakit kaya ganito nasa pinasok ni Paul yung trabaho samantalang ang pinag-uusapan ay pamilya. And how come? Because during the time in the Col- in Colossae, ang kanyang mga audience ay nasa house church po sila. Wala pong mga church in the mall kasi wala namang mall during the time ni Paul noon. So pumupunta sila sa bahay. And sometimes they are in a cave kapag halimbawang medyo talagang nagkakagipitan. And the, normally, whenever they are in the house, kasama, especially if, if the owner of the house is a wealthy person, then they have servants who are working in them with them. And so Paul had to address this, especially in his letter. So kasama ito sa letters niya. Kasi dahil yung during the time, kapag halimbawang merong mga wealthy na mga uh, family, meron sila mga tinatawag na servants. Yung mga servants yon sila yung mga nagsisilbi sa mga pamilya. And he had to address this. And he understands as well that um, they need to also, and, and there are frictions that are happening. I'm sure there are frictions. Sino rito, di ba? Mag-asama na kayo. I mean, kahit nasabihin mong you are already 50 years, 50 years in your marriage or seven, uh, 60 years in your marriage, kahit papano nag adjust pa rin yung inyong uh, relationship at meron pa rin friction kahit papano. Paunti-unti. Okay? Uh, and uh, I believe that uh, hindi po masasolve yan dito sa mundong ito. Kasi dahil kapag halimbawang uh, sinabi nating perfect ang ating marriage, we are lying because there's no such a thing as a per- perfect marriage and perfect relationship. Ang bawat relationship, merong mga adjustment na mga different personalities and we have to again really uh, do something about it in order for us to uh, really uh, be uh, molded in our character. And I believe that the Lord gave you, your spouse gave you that person, that particular person for a purpose. Hindi para i-destroy ka, para i-improve ka. Okay? And that's the reason. Now, speaking about personal relationship, personal relationships that must reflect the Lordship of Christ, I mean, can be, can be done in the area of marriage. Now, let me jump off to my first point, which is marriage relationship or marriage relationships. In the book of Colossae, in the, in the book of Colossians, it says, Wives, submit to your husbands as is fitting in the Lord. Husbands, love your wives and do not be harsh with them. 
Now, let, let me just focus first on the wives. No? Wives, submit to your husbands as is fitting in the Lord. The word submit here really means to put under. Meaning, ilagay mo yung sarili mo under sa authority okay, ng, ng taong yun na kung saan uh, inilagay ng Panginoon on top of you. And remember, if you go back first to the book of Genesis, sa book of Genesis po, wherein Eve was the one who was, who was tempted to si Eve ng serpent. And uh, the reason probably, I could only assume, no? nag-a-assume lang ako, and probably siguro ang iba sa atin, we could also uh, safely assume na bakit kaya si Eve, eh biglang, uh, ano eh, siya ay nag-namasyal, uh, at biglang uh, tumingin-tingin ng mga puno, at biglang, uh, biglang nalang kinausap ng sawa. Siguro dahil walang makausap. Alam mo, tingin ko lang, duda ko lang. I mean, I would assume, probably si Adan, masyadong busy sa kanyang ginagawa sa trabaho niya pagpapangalan ng mga different animals. Sobrang dami. Imagine hundreds and thousands of animals. Naging sobrang abala siya. Elepante ito. Uy, mukhang elepante ito. Elepante na lang ito. Ah, ito, ano, giraffe. Giraffe na lang ito. Imagine all the thousands of animals. Tapos si Eve, nakatingin na sigurong ganun sa kanya. Ano ba itong, ano, binigay ni Lord sa... <laughs> Biglang wala nang ginagawa. Puro na lang animals ang kausap. Puro kahayupan. I mean, puro, di ba? Parang, hindi, I mean, that, that husbandry, di ba? Animal husbandry, parang puro na lang, ano eh, animals ang kanyang mga kinakausap. All the animals. I mean, ang sama nga ng pakinggan sa Tagalog, no? Para kang, ano eh, nagmumuray. Pero, uh, all the animals. And probably, I could assume na siguro si Eve, no, wala, nag, naglalagalag, tapos bilang kinausap na ng sawa, parang siguro sinabi ni Eve na wala namang pumapansin sa akin, buti pa itong sawang to, kinausap ako. <laughs> So kaya ingat po kayo mga mister no kaya kailangan kausapin po natin mga miss natin baka mamaya ko sino sino ka usapin po nila okay <laughs> mamaya ka uh, ano eh magulat ka na lang kinakausap niya yung ano yung uh, mga yung aso ninyo o yung pusa ninyo kasi hindi niyo kinakausap you have to talk you have to learn to listen alalahanin po natin ang isa po isa po sa mga gusto uh, i mean uh, one of the things okay that our wife really uh, uh, needs is that uh, we have to be open for communication Okay, we have to communicate with our with our spouse, especially with our wife. And Eve, of course, uh, started to talk to the serpent, and the serpent deceived Eve. And of course, there's uh, there is of course a consequence for that. But then again, I would not say that ang ang major and purito discussion o ang debate is that they say nila, sino ba talaga nagkasala si Adan ba o si Eva? Sino ba talaga ang nauna? Okay, I don't want to dwell into that anymore. But I do believe that the that the a leader or the, the man has a big or a huge role to play. Because kung hindi po uh, pinabayaan ni Adan si Eva, eh, hindi po ito magkakaroon ng problema. Hindi po tayo magkakaganito. And I would say that the Lord God created Adam first for a reason. Because the man should be the leader. And we're going to talk about that in a few moments. Now, let's, let, let me uh, jump first to Genesis chapter 3, verses 13 to 16. And, or 13 and 16. It says here, Then the Lord God said to the woman, what is this that you have done? Ito po yung nagkasala na po siya, si Eva. What is this that you have done? The woman said, nag-defend na yung babae. The serpent deceived me and I ate. And alam naman natin na nung kinonfront naman ni Lord yung serpent, yung serpent nagturo rin. Okay? At nung si Adan, the same thing as well, nagtuturo. In other words, it boils down, of course, to the fact that the, the, the Lord confronted the woman, and then after confronting the woman, my point here is that there is a consequence for every wrongdoing. 
sa bawat maling mga bagay na ginagawa po natin, especially if it involves sin, there is always a consequence. Huwag po natin hahayaan na magkaroon po tayo ng consequence. Hihintayin natin yung consequence. Kapag alam natin kasalanan, huwag na po natin gagawin. At hihintayin pa natin at mangyari pa rin sa atin. Because sabi nga natin, nasa huli ang pagsisisi. At magsisisi tayo, at yon nga lang, uh, maaring alam mo na, but however, a lot of lives are affected already. And they have no understanding that it is not only them who are affected, but in fact, the generations after them. Kasama na po tayo roon. And so, in verse 16, it says, To the woman, okay, the Lord said, I will surely multiply your pain in childbearing. I will surely multiply your pain in childbearing. In pain, you shall bring forth children. Kaya nga, di ba, masakit kapag halimbawang nanganganak po ang mga babae. Wala namang nakanganak na babae na nakangiti. Okay? I have yet to see a woman na talagang as in, talagang nakangiti at uh, talagang as in tumataho pa siya at talagang hagalpak ang tawa niya habang nanganak siya. <laughs> Wala pa yata ako nakikita ang ganun. Kung meron po kayong alam, no? pakilista lang po sa Guinness Book of World Record kasi wala pa talaga ako alam na ganun. And it's difficult because hindi po talaga, hindi madali. Kaya nga, di ba, minsan ang mga babae, kababaihan, sasabihin na, ikaw na lang kaya manganak. Okay? Ikaw, ang dali-dali mong magsabi na, magkaroon tayo ng baby, pero ikaw, ako naman nagdadala for ilang months, no? And then, ikaw kaya ang gumawa nito. And sometimes, you know, we, we just uh, play, it, uh, play it with a joke and say, uh, sige, ano gusto pa natin magkaroon ng baby? Pero, of course, sometimes, some women uh, understands the pain during labor, pain during delivery. And that's part of the curse. By the way, that's part of the curse. Dahil iniisip ko nga, sabi ko, siguro kung halimbawang hindi nagkasala si Adan at si Eva, malamang uh, pagka nanganak ang babae, talagang isang iri lang. Oh, okay na. Oh, one more? One more. Okay. Gaganong <laughs> mo. Gumanong ka lang. Nandun na lalabas ang baby. Nakangiti pa. Eh, no? So siguro, ano, no? parang andali-dali lang. Pero it's difficult because that's part of the curse and consequence as well. It also says there, and my point is that the, the next uh, phrase, it says, Your desire shall be for your husband, and he shall, be, he shall rule or he, and he shall rule over you. Your desire shall be for your husband, and he shall rule over you. Why is that? It's because Eve did not mind, of course, during the time, the ruling of uh, her husband. Hindi po niya, most probably, we could say that from this passage, hindi niya pinansin ang authority ng kanyang asawang lalaki. And in this case, that's why uh, see Adam, okay, Adam also, of course, had a fault in that sense. And we could also, it's safe also to assume that he did not also play this role. He did not function in his role as an authority. And so, in this case, Eve, uh, I mean, developed and at the same time uh, was able to get this consequence as a result of her sin, her sin against the Lord or sinning against the Lord. And so, in this case, I would say that there are also, uh, you know, commentators who explains it in this way. But let me also uh, also jump to Genesis 3.16 in order for us to understand more kung ano pong gusto sabihin ng passage na ito. In another translation, yung God's Word translation, this is, this is how it says. He said to the woman, I will increase your pain and your labor when you give birth to children. Yet, you will long for your husband and he will rule you. You will long for your husband and he will rule you. Now, what does it mean? Ano kaya ibig sabihin ng passage na ito? One commentator will help us by the name of John Gill. In his commentary, he said, This is to be understood of her, Eve, being solely at the will and pleasure of her husband, that whatever she desired should be referred to him. 
whatever that she decides should be referred to him. It should be liable to be controlled by his will, by the husband's will, or by the man's will, which must determine it, and to which she must be subject as follows. In other words, nandun yung authority ng lalaki sa kanya. Nandun yung role ng leadership ng lalaki over her. Another uh, explanation was given to us by an author by the name of Cindy McMenamin, and she said, Now that desire was not referring to Eve's emotional or sexual desire for her husband. It is not about sexual desire. Rather, she would long for her position of authority. That is why we could say that the husband, of course, being the leader of the family, and the wife submitting to him must always long for his authority. Dahil kapag halimbawang ang babae po ay napabayaan, pinabayaan natin, kaya pong magkarirpasing ng mga women. In other words, a woman can actually do that. Pansinin niyo po, kapag ang lalaki po ay walang ginagawa, ang babae kaya niyang gawin kung ano yung gusto niyang gawin. Kaya niyang palakihin ang kanyang mga anak kapag pababayaan ng lalaki ang kanyang role bilang leader ng pamilya. Ayaw mong palaki na anak natin, ako magpapalaki sa mga anak natin. Ayaw mong magtrabaho, ako magtatrabaho. And that is why it becomes topsy-turvy. There are problems that happens, you know, uh, along the way. If the man will fail, of course, to fulfill his role as the leader of the family. And this is one reason why there are also men who tend to be just slacking. Nandun nila sa loob ng bahay, walang masyadong ginagawa, nag-relax lang sa loob ng bahay, at pinababayaan na ka na ng asawang babae na magtrabaho lang. Pero kaya naman niya. Kaya naman niya. Because the woman actually was built, of course, to just go. And that's what happened during the time. Kaya nga ang curse, kaya nga yung, yung position, yung role ng lalaki over her is one of the curse. Kasi hindi niya kayang rendahan yung sarili niya. That's why somebody must take over. And the same thing as well, of course, dapat kayong dalawa, okay, as a family or as a couple, must be under the lordship, under the ruler of, under the rule of the Lord Himself. And speaking of this uh, role right now about submission, is that the, in the book of Colossians, it says, there, it says, their wives submit your husbands as is fitting in the Lord." By the way, this kind of submission is not blind submission. Hindi po ito yung parang uutusan ka ng husband, tapos oh, sige, mamalengke ka, o sige, itong gawin mo, itong ganang gawin. It is not like that. Remember, ang wife po ay helper. The wives are helper, and the word helper is not about, you know, parang kasambahay ang dating, na parang uutusan mo. Ah, nasang kape ko, okay? Akin yung chineras ko. Okay? Pwede mang pakipaypayan ako. Mainit eh. <laughs> Hindi ganon. Okay? Please, don't think it in that way. The word helper is very, very interesting in the Hebrew words. Ang Hebrew words po, hindi po siya nakasulat ng letter. Again, for those probably of you who have not understood what Hebrew uh, letters are, ang letters po ng Hebrew, especially the, the letters that we, have, that we can see right now uh, in our English language, hindi po sila letter na nakikita natin ngayon noon. It is different. It's a picture. Mga literato po yan noon. And the picture of the word helper, okay, I have, I have no uh, picture here. The picture of the word helper in the Hebrew, it's ezer. And ang picture po na yan ay tatlo. Isang head ng isang animal, ulo ng isang animal. Another is a person holding a weapon. And another is an eye. Ulitin ko, yung word na helper, 
sa Genesis is three pictures ang involved poron. The Hebrew word is ezer. One is the head of an animal. Second is a person holding a weapon. And third is an eye. Now, if you want to make sense of all of those, ano kaya ibig sabihin nun? Sabi nila, ah, most probably siguro ibig sabihin niya, ano, baka mamaya tatagpasin niya yung ulo ng head niya. Ah, hindi ganun ibig sabihin nun. Okay? Ang ibig sabihin nun, remember, in the word helper, ibig sabihin, tinitingnan niya from afar, the eye, tinitingnan niya from afar, tapos may daladala siyang weapon, an axe, dahil pinoprotektahan niya yung head ng family. Okay? That is the role of the wife, the helper. Kaya ang wife, okay, whenever the wife tells the husband, oh, ano, wala ka ng oras sa pamilya mo. Baka mamaya, masyado ka ng focus sa trabaho mo. The, the, the husband must learn to listen. Dahil may nakikita yung asawa niyang babae na in the future, it will take toll sa relationship niya sa kanyang mga anak at sa kanila. It is a, it's, it's a way for the wife to be, to help the husband fulfill his role in the family. Tandaan natin, ang mga wife po, helper po sila. Hindi po sila kalaban. Sila ay tumutulong para ma-fulfill mo yung role mo bilang leader ng tahanan. Dahil kung wala siya, hindi mo ma-fulfill yung role mo. Kailangan mo ang asawa mo. Okay, you have to be, you have to always uh, be there. You have to always uh, understand the role of your wife. Your wife, your wife must be there to, of course, fulfill uh, your that, that particular role in order to help you fulfill your role as well to lead the household. That is why kapag alimbawang may sinabi ang misis mo na, na and sometimes you know I am also being reminded by my wife about the things that I eat as well o kumain ka ng ganito, o baka nakalimutan mo yata kumain, ibig sabihin, may nakikita sila from afar na kapag hindi mo ginawa ito, it will take toll in your own body. And that's, that's what's happening. Kaya pagkadating ng oras na ikaw ay nagkasakit, sasabihin sa inyo mismo, sabi sa'yo, di ba sinabi ko sa'yo, kumain ka ng ganito, puro ka na lang kain ng kain, lechon, 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 sa umaga lechon, tanghali lechon, sinabihan na kita na huwag kang kakain, oh, matamis na naman yan. Okay? Kain ka ng kain ng matis. Ngayon, ang naghihirap, kami. <laughs> kain ka ng kain, tapos ang maghihirap ng mag-aalaga sa'yo, kami. <laughs> Kaya nga, nandito, ka, nandito ang wife mo to really remind you. And that's why helper, again, and speaking of the word helper, there's a lot of role for the wife. Mga wife, thank you so much for standing with us, especially sa mga husband. Thank you. Palakpan naman po natin. Thank you so much. Because without you, we cannot do the things that we are doing right now. The reason why we are here right now in our position, doing the things that God wants us to do, it's because of you wives. It's because of you who are praying for us and helping us fulfill our role. And we need you. And that's why, again, nobody can do that except you. Kayo lang po ang pwede makagawa, makagawa noon. Kaya nga, salamat po sa inyong panalangin. Salamat po sa inyong mga pagtulong po sa amin. And again, we, we are not here to lord it over you, but we are here to, of course, acknowledge that you are important and you are valuable to us, mga wives. Amen po ba, mga mister? Mga husband? Okay, palakpang po natin ang ating mga wife. Thank you so much.
wives, submit to your husband as is fitting in the Lord. And of course, I, w- I would say that it is, of course, difficult, of course, for the wives to submit if the husbands will not also love, okay, the, the, the wives. And in this case, let me just move on to this passage in Ephesians 5, 22 to 24, because there are only two books in the Bible na na-mention po ito, letter ni Paul. Colossians and Ephesians. Wives, submit your own husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, his body, and is himself its savior. Men, leaders, husbands, you are the head. Kaya nga po yung sinasabi nila na, you know, ang wife ay ang, uh, sabi niya, I'm the head, I'm the head, sabi ng husband, I'm the head. But the wife is the neck that turns the head. Hindi po totoo yun. Okay? <laughs> Hindi po totoo yun. Okay? Kaya wag po nating dadaanin sa joke yung mga tipong commander. Ah, si commander, magpapaalam muna ako. Okay? Wag po nating idadaan sa joke yun. Let us stand to our role as, as leader of our house. And what, of course, the wife must also learn to respect, of course, the husband. Whatever decision that the husband will say, if it's not really contradicting to the scripture, and at the same time, if you believe also that it's really fitting, uh, then you go ahead and let him also uh, learn from his mistakes. Hindi naman perfect ang mga husbands po. No? But uh, they will learn also from their mistakes as well. It says there in uh, the next passage, verse 24, Now as a church submits to Christ, so also wives should, sub- should submit in everything to their husbands. Everything. Walang ititira as in everything. Okay? Mas, hindi, pa, hindi dahil sa, hindi, kasi dahil ganito, kapag hindi siya nag, uh, naging ganito, hindi ako magsasubmit. The Lord is very clear in that area that you need to submit in everything. But then again, let me repeat that, it is not about blind submission. It is not coercing. Okay? It is not forcing your wife to submit to you. But you have to learn to love your wife first in order for your wife to, of course, submit to you. Kasi ang dali po mag-submit ng misis kapag mahal po ni Mr. ang misis niya. Amen po ba? That is, that is why you have to learn to love your wife always. Kaya sabi nga ng libro ni Chinkitan, a happy uh, wife means a happy life. Kapag halimbawang uh, tayo po ay meron nakangiting misis, ibig sabihin ang, ang sarap-sarap ng buhay. Ang hirap po mag-preach sa harapan kapag ang misis ko po ay hindi nakasimangot. Kailangan nakangiti po ang misis ko. Okay? Kaya <laughs> hindi, hindi ako pwede humarap rito sa harapan ninyo kapag hindi po siya nakangiti. Kapag hindi po nakangiti yan, ako, delikado ako pagbaba ko. Okay? That is why I have to always make sure that my wife is smiling. Colossians 3.19 also says, Husbands, love your wives and do not be harsh with them. Wag po kayo maging harsh sa inyong mga misis. The word harsh there is very, it, it, it means do not treat her negatively and unfairly. Wag niyo po siyang iti-treat ng negatively and unfairly. And speaking of this harshness, do not put him down, do not pull him down. Wag niyo pong hayaan na may masabi po kayong words na hindi po tama sa kanya. Now, going back, of, of course, to the wife, I hope and pray that, you know, when we fight, when we have some, uh, I would say, passionate discussion or passionate, okay, uh, talk, na yung passion na yun ay talagang narinig po ng kapitbahay na, huwag niyong hanatin hayaan na marinig ng kapitbahay natin, yung passionate discussion na yun. And I hope that it will not be below the belt kapag nag-usap po kayo. Kasi minsan may mga bagay na minsan below the belt na at nasisiraan na po natin ang ating asawa sa mga words po na binibitawan natin. We have to always make sure that the words that will come out of our mouth are really words that will not destroy a person. Kasi ang hirap po, kapag halimbang nasabi mo yon at sinabi mo lahat ng mga words na yun, may isip mo, bakit ko ba nasabi yon? Lalong-lalo na, 
if whatever that you're saying is in front of your children as well. Ang hirap, ano? Kumbaga, parang, di ba, nasubukan nyo na ba yung mag-away kayo minsan sa harapan ng mga anak nyo? Tapos mga anak nyo nakatingin ng ganun sa inyo. <laughs> I mean, it's difficult. And sometimes you have to, again, pick up the pieces because uh, dahil narinig ng mga anak natin, it will be planted in their hearts and it's difficult to, again, once more, retrieve that. Dahil maaalala nila. Yun. At, at kahit sila ay, what, how old? Well, even though they are already 14 years old or 17 years old, they will now remember all of those things. And that's why, again, speaking of our role, especially in the relationship of husband and wife, we have to always make sure that whenever these things happen, we always have to be in our right mind. And at the same time, whenever there are discussion, see to it that you discuss it uh, in a right way. Do not be harsh, husbands. Wag kang magsasabi ng mga hindi magaganda sa misis. Wag mo sasabi, wag don't pull him, pull her down. Do not say things. Alam mo katulad katulad, katulad na katulad ka talaga ng nanay mo. Okay, delikado 'yon. Okay? <laughs> alam mo yung tatay mo. Okay? Kaya, ano, gayang-gayang mo talaga siya. Okay? And do, all of those things, sometimes it comes out of our mouth. And it will really again put fire. Okay? Gasoline in that part in that in the fire na mag-aalab ng gusto at pag nag-aalab ng gusto, ang hirap ng patayin minsan. That's why Paul had to be had to remind the Colossian church about this. That's why speaking of this as well, husbands love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word. And for the wife, of course, to respect and to submit to the husband, the husband must learn to love the wife in many ways. And Speaking of many ways, alam niyo po kung ano po yung love language ng misis po ninyo. Kapag meron po ako naalala, yung misis po niya, uh, di ano, no? nagkakaroon silang problema na misis niya. And then this guy approached me and asked for counseling. Sabi, Pastor, ano eh, nagkakaproblema kami na misis ko. Sabi ko, bakit ano ba nangyayari sa inyo? Eh kasi yung misis ko, ano eh, gusto niya kasi palagi tinitext siya. Yung tipong parabang kukumustahin siya palagi, uh, kumusta ka na, kumain ka na. Eh yun ang gusto niya, eh hindi ako ganun eh. Hindi naman ako ganun. Lumaki kami sa isang pamilya na hindi kami ganun. Kaya anong gagawin ko? Sabi ko, uh, well, may kultura ka, di ba? Dati, sa dati mong pamilya. Tapos ngayon, may kultura ka na panibago ngayon. So, wag mo, i- wag mo ipupush yung kultura mo dati sa ba- panibago mong kultura. Mag-adjust ka sa panibago mong kultura. And the culture that your wife wants is different from the culture that you have before. So, therefore, you have to learn to adapt that and learn to respond in the right way. Kahit na hindi mo nakagisnan at hindi mo gusto at hindi mo parang uh, naka, nakalakihan yung ginagawa mo. You have to learn to like it because it is for your wife. And speaking of that, you have to do everything in order to please your wife as well. Kailangan gumawa ka ng lahat ng bagay in order for you to be able to make your wife smile and feel confident and feel love. Kasi kung hindi mo gagawin yon ang hirap. Kaya nga everything that we are doing, especially being the head of the family, must really be uh, something that will, of course, make our, make our wife feel loved and feel appreciated. And I hope that our wives, you know, feels this appreciation from us. And for the wives, by the way, I hope that you will also learn to appreciate your husband. Huwag niyo hayaan na ibang babae po mag-appreciate sa husband ninyo. Delikado yun. Okay? Kailan ba yung last time na sinabi mo siyang, ang gwapo mo? Ah. Alam mo, bagay na bagay siya yung damit mo. Ah, yung mga tiyong ganoon. Alam mo, uh, 
ano, medyo konting uh, takin lang ng ano, chan mo, okay ka na eh, okay ka na eh. Okay? Di ba pa? <laughs> Igagalan mo lang, huwag kang hihinga, oh, okay na yan. Okay? Di ba para, di ba? And, and sometimes, you know, the, the husband needs to hear those things in order, for, of course, for him to, uh, be, to, to feel appreciated. Kasi ang mag appreciate talaga sa kanya ay yung misis. Kaya misis dapat binubugbog niyo po ng appreciation ng inyong mga, uh, ang inyong mister. And we, we want to, of course, avoid this argument. And by the way, speaking of argument, okay, it is not about the argument. Alam ko na, you know, you have a point. Probably some of you have a point in your argument. Gusto mo isiksik yung gusto mo at alam kong tama ka. But however, we have a saying that says, it is not about winning an argument, but winning a relationship. It is not about winning an argument, but you have to always win a relationship. Kasi kapag halimbawa, ang goal mo is to win an argument, ay talagang lalabas, talo ka kapag kaganyan. And sometimes, you know, men tend to want to win an argument. Kapag halimbawa, gusto niya, siya ang nananalo. Okay? But then again, kung halimbawa, ipinipilit mo yung gusto mo, at ang wife mo, ay ayaw rin, of course, magpatalo, then lalabas, talo ka. Okay? Kahit nasang anggulo mo tingnan. Kaya mag-humble ka na lang at sabi mo, o oh, nga, tama, mali nga ako. Alam mo, tama ka nga. Ah, sorry, ah, sorry, ah. Sorry, parang totoo, parang may hugot, ano? Parang may hugot, eh. So, sorry, sorry, okay? Mali talaga ako, mali ako. Okay, I'm, I'm really sorry for what happened. Ah, ano, ah, hindi ko talaga ginawa dapat yon And so again, speaking of that, it will avoid, of course, dysfunctional marriage. And probably one pastor said, Sabi niya, siguro, sa mga marriages, if, if only in marriages, matutulang nating sabihin yung sinasabing, um, I'm sorry, please forgive me. I'm sorry, please forgive me. Okay? Tapos yung kabilang party naman, sabi niya, I forgive you. Probably, a number of marriage will be saved. Maraming mga marriage ang masasave. Maraming marriage ang hindi magkakawatak-watak. Kapag marunong lang humingi ng pagpapatawad at magbigay ng kapatawaran. I-release yung kapatawaran. That is why you have to always learn to say that. I'm sorry, please forgive me. Sa kabilang party, bahala ka. Okay? <laughs> labas ka. Okay? Sa labas ka matulog. Okay? Huwag mo nang pahirapan. Okay? Kung baga, also, be, be, be sensitive to the Lord. Kasi baka mamaya, sa, lalo mong pinapahirapan, lalo ka lang, of course, lalo ka lang mahirapan rin. Okay? And at the same time, I thank the Lord because Especially if you're married, of course, to a Christian lady or a Christian spouse, you, both of you are sensitive to the Lord. Alam mo kung ano yung tama kasi sinasabihan ka ni Lord. I don't know if you have experienced that already na uh, kinausap ako ni Lord, patawar na kita, sige, I, I, I forgive you. And that's really good because they are being sensitive to the leading of the Lord. Yun ang gusto natin. Mas save up ang marriage natin. And we have to fight for our marriage. Wag po nyo i-give up yan. Because What's happening right now is that whenever there are cases that marriages are affected, then imagine mo if this woman falls in love to this man, then anong mangyayari nun? It results to break up in their family. Sinong apektado? Yung mga bata ang apektado. And these two, of course, will have, again, they will develop their own children. And sa tingin mo ba, Ito mga batang ito, hindi maapektuhan, they will also be affected. And they will even grow up another generation of broken family. 
Separate family. Don't you know that this is a spirit? Spirit po ito. It's a spirit of lust and a spirit of deception that is creeping in in every family. This, that is why we have to arrest this. We have to arrest this in order for the spirit not to continue on in our own generation. I-preserve niyo po ang family niyo para ang generation niyo ma-preserve po niyo. Because we have to lift up our children to the Lord, our generation to the Lord. It all boils down, of course, to the leader of the household. Kung ikaw po ay leader ng pamilya, then malaki po ang role niyo. And if your leader is not there, and if you are a solo parent, a mom or a dad, then you have a role to play to pass this on also to your children. And wag niyo pong hayaan na kung ano yung nangyari sa inyo before will be passed on to your children as well. Raise up a generation of God, you know, a God-fearing generation. And I do believe that the Lord will give you and grant you the grace. And that's why, again, speaking of this, if this person, this lady, they are already a broken family or broke, they, they already experience a broken marriage, will now fall for another guy. And ano yung result na naman nun? Then, lalabas, broken-hearted din naman isa, and then, iiwanan na naman niya, at magkakaroon naman sila ng another children. Imagine the complication. Kaya nga sobrang a dami ng mga broken homes na nangyari. And again, if you came from a broken family, I'm not here to condemn, but the point here is that God can give us the grace to overcome all of these things. Meron pong grace dyan. Huwag po nating hayaang maulit po ulit sa ating mga anak. Let's not make life complicated. Kasi kaya sa, sa Facebook palagi, it's complicated ang nilalagay. Kasi ano eh, sobrang complicated. Ginagawa natin complicated. And... Don't make it complicated. You'll know when a relationship is right for you, it will enhance your life, not complicate your life. You'll know when a relationship is right for you, it will enhance your life, not complicate your life. And again, it will really help us in our life, not complicate our life, not destroy us, but improve us. Proverbs chapter 5.18 says, Let your own fountain be blessed and enjoy the girl you married when you were young. Enjoy the girl you married when you were young. Bakit kaya enjoy the girl you were married when you were young? At hindi sinabing enjoy the girl you married when you were old. <laughs> Kasi hindi na ano eh, wala, sa mga hudyo po, ano eh, at the age of 14 years old, pwede na po silang magpakasal. Yun po yung kanilang edad noon. So 15 years old, they are already, that's why they enjoy that age. Eh, hindi po ubra yung mga 8 years old magpapakasal kasi ang marriage, there's a reason for marriage. Hindi po ito para lang meron kang kasama sa pagtanda mo. Marriage has a purpose and that is of course to raise up a godly generation in order to please and advance God's kingdom. That's the purpose of marriage. Very quick for our marriage relationship, fight for your marriage. Don't give up on your marriage. Alam ko na hindi po perfect ang mga marriage po natin Pero meron po tayong Panginoong Diyos na humahawak po ng ating relasyon, especially sa ating asawa. Palakpakan po natin ang Panginoon. Parenting. With regards to parenting relationship, if the marriage is okay, then you will see that it will affect the lives of our children as well. Apektado po yan. In other words, they will grow up, of course, strong and at the same time, healthy in their relationship at hindi po magkakaroon ng mga maagang relationship ang ating mga anak. The book of Colossians again says, children always obey your parents. This is pleasing to the Lord. If you are still under the authority of your parents, then obey your parents. Walang condition dyan. 
obey your parents. Hindi sinabing obey your parents if malaking allowance na binibigay. Hindi po ganun na nakalagay. Obey your parents, that's it. Children, obey your parents. This is what? Pleasing to the Lord. But however, if you are still under the authority of your parents at nasa bubong ka pa rin iyong mga magulang at ikaw ay 40 na naman, magtrabaho ka na at humanap ka na sa sarili mong bahay. Okay? At magtayo ka na ng, ano, ng, ng sarili mong uh, magpundar ka na. Kasi hindi na normal yung ganun. I mean, sa atin kasi tanggap natin eh. But however, in the case, we have to also even help our parents at the same time even help uh, our, our own family as well. If you're a single person, probably it's okay because you're helping your parents. Pero kung kayo po ay may pamilya na at nasa poder pa rin kayo ng mga magulang ninyo at ayaw mo umalis dahil sa para makalibre ka ng renta, eh, I mean, you have to step out in faith. And I believe the Lord will bless you and the Lord will honor your faith. Fathers, don't make your children resentful or they will become discouraged. Huwag po niyong masyadong ipupush ang inyong mga anak so that they will not become bitter over you. Dr. James Dobson has this to say, Children are not casual guests in our home. They have been loaned to us temporarily for the purpose of loving them and instilling a foundation of values on which their future lives will be built. They are there in our own household because they are learning from us. They are learning from our principles. They are learning from our values. They are learning from our teaching. We have to do everything in order to raise up a godly generation so that before they even get out of our own house, pagkatapos po nilang mag-aral at lumabas na po sila ng ating pamamahay, dala-dala po nila ang mga values na yon na nanggaling po sa atin. Huwag niyo pong hahayaan na si, si yung kasambahay po natin ang magbibigay ng values. Si tita po ang magbibigay ng values. Si lola po ang magbibigay ng values. Tayo po magulang ang magbibigay po noon sa kanila. Tayo po. Huwag po natin palagi intrigo sa kanila. Because we are the ones who are responsible for our, for our children. Kahit na gano'ng kakabisi, bigyan mo ng oras ang anak mo. Kahit na gano'ng kakabisi. If you have to fight for your time para po sa anak niyo, kahit na sa call center ka nagtatrabaho, if you need to fight for your time for your children, Please don't sacrifice your family at the altar of your job or work. Because ilang taon lang, makikita mo mga anak mo, malalaki na po sila. They are already 20 years old and you will be missing a lot. As mo, hindi ko alam. Sayang kung nagkaroon na sana ako ng oras ko, ako sa mga anak ko. Sayang. That is our responsibility as parents. That's why values are built inside the home. A, 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 a child who is not good outside, kuha niya po yun sa loob ng bahay. Kaya kapag ang bata po ay naninigarilyo sa labas, ibig sabihin, something is wrong inside the house, may nakikita po siya sa loob ng bahay. Pag ang bata po ay mahilig pong, uh, you know, uh, let's say, manood ng pornography, something is wrong inside the house. Pag ang bata po ay nagmumura sa labas, may, meron pong nangyayari sa loob ng bahay na muswa, isa magulang po niya, napapakinggan po niya yun. We have to raise up children who are really God-honoring and God-fearing. I mean, our generation, it is your job to do that. We have our own mandate, we have our own responsibility, and I believe that you also have one. Sabi nga ni Josh McDowell, roles without relationships lead to rebellion. And we have to, again, I mean, just apply these things. I don't know if you are, if you are into rad, but kami po ng wife ko is into this and because of the scripture that says Proverbs 13.24 it says whoever spares the rod hates his son but he who loves him is diligent to discipline him kami po ng wife ko it's, uh, uh, we apply this 
but if you are not uh, i mean if you are if you are not really co comfortable with this then again you have your own prerogative but then again the important thing here is that you discipline your children wag niyo pong hayaan na ang magdisiplina po sa kanila ay pagdating ng araw ay gobyerno pagdating ng araw hindi mo na disiplina sa loob ng bahay ang magdidisiplina niyan ay ang ibang tao we have to always step in and discipline our children and discipline them with love Pag nag-discipline po tayo, palagi po dapat na sandwich principle. You have to encourage, you have to correct, and then afterwards, after after uh, correcting, then you apply again the discipline, and then encourage them. Yakapin mo sila at sabihin, kaya kita din disiplina kasi mahal kita. Huwag mo hayaan, kasi ang iba, pag nakakita ng mga pamalo, lumilipad, iba, ah! kita mo, ha, bakit po, basta, ah! talaga, lumilipad na rin mga chineras at yung mga, yung mga tipo, Umalis ka rito. Yung pala, may nagawa pala siyang hindi, ano, ano, hindi maganda. Nagugulat na yung mga bata, biglang napapa, ano, eh, napapailag na lang. Hindi ine-explain. We have to learn to explain that first to our children. The reason why I'm going to apply this is because may ginawa ka. Ang reason ito is that for you to be corrected and for, of course, because I love you and I don't want you to grow up na hindi ka sumusunod sa rules dito sa loob ng bahay. Again, there's a way of saying that. And I hope that you can attend our parenting session as well because you will be learning from that. The Bible is clear. It says, Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord, the fruit of the womb, a reward. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior are the children of one's youth. It says there, Blessed is the man who fills his quiver with them. He shall not be put to shame when he speaks with his enemies in the gate. Remember an arrow, bago mo pakawalan ng arrow, ang gagawin mo sa arrow, Iuhon mo muna yan bago mo bitawan. Because if an arrow is not straightened, lalabas, it could either not hit the target, pupunta yan sa kaliwa o pupunta yan sa kanan. It should hit the target. And a child inside our own home are like arrows. It is your job and responsibility to raise them up in a God-fearing way so that when the time comes that they will get out of your house, daladalin na ang prinsipyo at ang values sa labas. And it will reflect also to you because you will be blessed when you see the lives of your children are okay. Hindi po natin job ang magpalaki lang ng mga bata na nakatapos lang sa pag-aaral. Many people are doing that. Sinasabi na, successful ako. Bakit? Napagtapos ko ang anak ko. Oo, kasi dahil, ano, pinaghirapan talaga namin. There is not a definition of success in the scripture. The definition of the success is when you raise up, yes, I understand education is good. But, if our children grew up in a God-fearing way, that is success in the scripture. You go to the book of Joshua. Blessed is the man, it says there. That's why a person is blessed if you meditate on the Lord day and night and you will be successful and prosperous. And our children must grow up fearing God and at the same time reading the scripture because we understand that this is the definition of success, not just education, not just because they have a house, that they can call their own home, not because you have given them a car. It is not just about that. It's about fear in the Lord. And I'm sure na kahit hindi ka nakatingin ang mga anak mo, safe ka. Alam mong hindi gagawa na hindi tama ang mga anak mo, kahit na nakatalikod ka. Blessings from our children. Come on, let's give God a praise. Work relationships. Work relationships is all, also important. You know why? Because after marriage, if marriage is okay, 
you will be raising up children who are God-fearing. And you know what? They will not be a problem in the workplace. Kaya minsan, di ba kapag halimbang nagkakaroon problema sa workplace, it's because something is wrong in the, in the house. Hindi po nagiging maganda ang trabaho po nila. The Bible is clear also. It says, Bond servants obey in everything those who are, who are your earthly masters, not by way of eye service or nakatingin as people pleasers, but with sincerity of heart, fearing the Lord. In, in uh, verse 23, it says, Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord Christ, it says there. And in verse 25, For the wrongdoer will be paid back for the wrong he has done, and there is no partiality. The reason why some people are really doing things under the table. Bakit sila nagsisinungaling sa loob ng workplace? Bakit na dinadaya ang kanilang mga boss? Why? It's because they were not taught inside the house. Sa loob pa lang ng bahay, hindi nagagawa iyon. Hindi sinaturuan. That is why, speaking of our relationship inside, the, inside our own home, it's very, very important that we preserve our relationship. Ang buhay nating mag-asawa, ang buhay ninyo bilang mag-asawa, you have to preserve that. You have to strengthen that so that you can raise up your generation, so that one day this generation will be a blessing not just to your family, but even to this nation as well. Remember, you are raising up an asset, hindi po liability. Pagdating ng araw, sila po ay magiging manager ng mga banko, sila po ay magiging politician pagdating ng araw, sila po ay mga nagmagtatrabaho sa mga matitinding kumpanya. And once they, they are raised up in a, in a family that really fears the Lord, then they will be a blessing even in the workplace. That is why I speak of relationship. They will have a good relationship with their bosses and their employees as well. The same thing as well with us. Kailangan po magandang ating relasyon sa mga taong nakakatrabaho po natin. Also, make it your goals, Paul said in 1 Thessalonians 4, 11 to 12. It says there, to live quietly. Do your work and earn your own living as we ordered you. Earn your own living. Magbanat ka naman ng buto. Okay? Magtrabaho ka. Kung matagal ka lang hindi nagtatrabaho, at alam mong kaya mo na magtrabaho, magtrabaho ka. Do your work. It says there, verse 12, then your way of life will win respect from those outside the church and you won't have to depend on anyone else kay Lola, kay Lolo, kay Tita, pagpapadalagaling Amerika, at pati yung panggatas ng iyong anak, pati gatas ng anak mo, kay Mami. Okay, kukuhin, ma'am, wala kang, ano eh, walang gatas po yung apo ninyo. Okay, pwede bang, ano, kayo naman mapadala. Wala, kasi hindi nagtatrabaho. Don't depend on anyone, okay, especially in the, in the things that you need, but always learn to work, okay, work. There is this uh, segment, an undercover boss. I don't know if you're familiar with this, you know, yung undercover boss, yung hindi nila alam na boss pala nila yung kasama na sa trabaho. They're just working. And you will be amazed na, uh, hindi nila kilala na boss pala nila yon siya pala yung owner ng company and this boss are in disguise siya yung owner tapos magdi-disguise ito na yung disguise niya and you know the people thought that they are just you know employee at makita mo ko ano yung reaction nila once they learn na oh no boss ko pala to hindi ko alam at bigla nila sila magbabago ng kanilang attitude pero when they learn that they are not really they're just an just an ordinary employee wala parang kung magtrabaho sila Bale, parang, you know, it's just topsy-turvy. Parang baliwala lang. And sometimes, you know, they just do their job na parang uh, they don't really care. Whatever. Sinasabi nga na iba. And these are the cases wherein uh, they do their job. But however, they are rewarded once they see that their employees are doing great in their own jobs. 
Colossians 3, 22 to 25. Let me be quick. Slaves, your job is to obey your masters, not with the idea of carrying favor, but as a sincere expression of your devotion to God. I'm reading from the J.B. Phillips version. Whatever you do, put your whole heart and soul into it as into work done for God and not merely for men. It's interesting because in the next passage it says, knowing that your real reward, a heavenly one, will come from God since you are actually employed by Christ and not just by your earthly master. But the wicked man will be punished for his misdeeds and naturally no distinction will be made between master and man. You are employed by Christ. Hindi po taong nag-employ sa'yo. It's God who employed you there. Siya po naglagay. Gawin po natin, dapat natin gawin. You know, just give God a praise. You have to always be in good working relationship with the people around you. And I'm sure that the reward will be there. Magtrabaho po tayo sa Panginoon. Huwag po sa tao. The blessing will always come from the Lord. Proverbs 10.22 says, The blessing of the Lord makes rich, and He adds no sorrow with it. Huwag kang maiinip. Be patient in waiting for the blessing of the Lord. And I'm sure that the blessing is there. Do your job. Maging mabait ka sa mga tao sa paligid mo. Magtrabaho ka ng tama. And I believe that once we do that, people will see Christ in us. And it will also result to bringing more souls at the feet of the Lord Jesus Christ. Meron pong dahilan kung bakit ka nandiyan sa trabaho mo. Alam niyo po ang dahilan, hindi para lang yumaman. Hindi para lang kumita. Kundi para magdala po ng kaluluwa sa Panginoon. Dahil yun po ang ginagawa po natin sa Panginoon. Dinadala po natin mga taong ito sa kanyang paanan. Marriage relationships. Second is that parenting relationship. And third is working relationship. We need all of this. And at the same time, we have to reflect the Lordship of Christ in all of this relationship. Can we all stand up right now and let's pray. Allow the word of the Lord to sink in in your heart right now. I believe that the Lord is speaking to you. Naniniwala po ako na umusap ang Panginoon sa inyo ngayon. Kung kayo po ay mag-asawa, hawakan niyo po ang kamay ng inyong asawa. And I would like to pray for the married people for a moment if you are with your spouse at kung halimbawang ang asawa niyo po ay wala rito ayan just stand with me in faith and I'll pray for you Lord Panginoon tinataas ko po ang mga mag-asawang ito sa inyo patatagin niyo po ang kanilang relasyon dalayan ko po Panginoon na pag-igtingin niyo po ang kanilang pagmamahal sa bawat isa naniniwala po ako Panginoon na hindi niyo po hahayaan na sila po ay magkaroon ng matinding problema na hindi po nila makakayanan I believe, Lord, that you are going to strengthen, Lord, their relationship. Allow them, Lord God, to always forgive one another. Be kind to one another. So that, Lord, it will reflect, Lord, in the lives of their children. Panginoon, dun po sa mga may problema po, sa mga oras na ito, tulungan niyo po sila na malagpasan po nilang problema ito. Hindi pa po kayo tapos, Panginoon, sa kanilang relasyon. Marami pa po kayong, kayong gagawin, Panginoon, sa kanilang relasyon. Napakagandang bagay, Panginoon, ang mga gagawin niyo po sa kanila. And I pray, O Lord, that you will also remind them that your grace is sufficient, Lord, for them. Your grace is sufficient for them, Lord. Continue, Lord God, to strengthen, Lord, their faith, increase their faith, to believe, Lord God, for the impossible to be possible. And with this, Lord, protect them as well from any thing that will harm their relationship. Lord, may they always, Lord God, see themselves 
under your lordship. Thank you so much, Lord. If you're praying right now, as a pastor, can you pray for my family? That my family will always be strong in our relationship with each other. So that as I raise up my children, I'll be raising up my children in a God-fearing way. So that whenever I do the things that I'm doing for my family, I will do it with love. If that is you, I'd like you to raise up your hand right now and let me pray for you also. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus. I ask God that you will strengthen the bond, Lord, of their family right now. Panginoon, samahan niyo po sila sa mga ginagawa po nila. I believe, Lord, that you are going to give them, Lord, this joy in their hearts. Lord, give them, Lord, a spirit of forgiveness. Huwag niyo pong hayaan, Panginoon, tumagal ang sama na loob po nila sa bawat isa. Patawarin na po nila, Panginoon, ang mga dapat na patawarin sa kanilang mga pamilya. And I pray, Lord, that hindi po ito makakapaghiwalay po sa kanila. Mend their hearts, Lord. And I ask God that you will always speak to them and remind them that you are the God who forgives and you're the God who restores. Restore, Lord, broken relationships right now. And thank you so much, Lord, for I believe, Lord, that you are doing something already in the heavenly realms. Bring them back, Lord. Yung mga umalis, Panginoon, dalhin niyo sila pabalik, Panginoon. Dalhin niyo sila pabalik. Panginoon, kausapin niyo po, Lord, ang mga umalis ng bahay. Pabalikin niyo po sila, Panginoon. Salamat po sa inyong kabutihan. I pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Thank you, Lord God.